members and friends of Elmira Baptist Church. This is Elmira and you. I'm Pastor Scott. Welcome. Today is Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. And we have just a few things on the upcoming schedule. This coming Saturday, we have a men's workday. We'll begin at nine o'clock in the morning. And then the kids leave for camp Monday, July 18th and return on Saturday, July 23rd, there was a meeting this past Sunday that gave you some details. If you missed that meeting, please see Tammy for those details or see me for those details. Today, I want to do something a little bit different. I want to remind you that we have plenty of opportunities to learn. On Sunday morning, it starts with Sunday school at 9.45. We have morning worship at 11 o'clock where there's a sermon and opportunities to learn there. There's a Sunday evening time of worship, and another sermon at 5 o'clock in the evening. Those Sunday sermons and Bible studies get posted on Monday morning. So if you miss them for some reason, you're sick or you're out of town, you're welcome to pick them up on Sermon Audio and listen to them during the week. There's a podcast on Monday afternoon and another podcast on Tuesday afternoon. And then on Wednesday evening, we have a Bible study. There's an update Thursday morning that's posted on Facebook and also then podcast uh, loaded up to the podcast and then there's another podcast on Friday afternoon so with the exception of Saturday every day of the week information is being put out by Elmira Baptist Church and every single one of those that I mentioned has at least a devotional to it so please come on out the theme for 2022 is the power of the Bible and we're going to be learning over the next few weeks about inspiration, preservation, canonization, translation, and illumination. I don't want you to miss any of it. We're going to start with our devotional before we get to a current events topic today. The devotional is John 8.32. It's our verse of the week. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. One of the greatest attacks strategies of the enemy is to confuse the truth, to mix truth and error together, to make you question if you really know the truth and if the truth is really what you think it is. Jesus tells us, if ye continue in my words, ye are my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. If you will continue in the word of God, that's where you're going to find the truth that you need for life. Now, one of these areas where people and I think even evil, there's demonic activity here, but people are trying to confuse us is in this area of abortion. They're trying to say that opposing abortion, seeking to protect the lives of women and men in the womb, seeking to protect those lives is misogyny. It's a hatred for women. Please don't, don't listen. Don't buy that argument. Real misogyny is denying the uniqueness of the female in procreation. In procreation, in producing new human life, both the male and the female have a role. And both the male and the female's role doesn't just begin at conception. It begins even before that in their commitment to each other, and it continues all the way until these children are raised and become adults and are launched out into the world. 
And actually, you can argue that because of marriage, it continues beyond that. But I'm talking about our role solely in procreation. Now, understand what the abortion argument is here. The abortion argument is that in order for women to have equality with men, women must be free to not be pregnant. In other words, real misogyny is saying women are only valuable in so much as they can be like men. Think about that. That's real misogyny. That's real hatred of women to say women are only valuable if they can be unpregnant like men are unpregnant. No, God created us male and female. In the beginning, God created us male and female. Genesis 1 tells us that. And he gave the male a responsibility and he gave the female responsibility. And when both male and female bear their own responsibility, then procreation is a beautiful thing. Those children are raised in loving homes with a loving father and a loving mother. But what happens? Our enemy has strategies to confuse the truth and to say women shouldn't have to be pregnant. Well, remember, marriage, intimacy, and babies go together. It's within that context that women have a choice, that men have a choice. Marriage, intimacy, babies go together. We, we, women have a choice whether to be pregnant or not, and men, we contribute to that choice. But once those choices are made, and a woman finds out that she's carrying a new life within her, then her options are not to destroy that life. The options are to bear that life. Now, journalists happen to be making a big deal out of exceptions, the lack of exceptions for rape and incest. And uh, in the news recently, you probably have seen articles about this. Think this through with me, though. Again, truth. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If you continue my words, Jesus says in verse 31, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you, make you free. So they're making a big deal about a, a, the lack of exceptions for rape and incest. Two things. If you run across someone who genuinely wants to discuss this with you, and I'm not encouraging you to bring these topics up, with everybody and anybody. But if someone brings them up with you and really wants to discuss it, ask them two questions. Number one, ask them, ask them if they included, if a law included exceptions for rape and incest, if they would support the elimination of abortion as an option in all other cases. If that's all they want, you'll probably find that most of them want more than that. But if that's all they want, then help them understand Making exceptions for abortions in the cases of rape and incest does not decrease the possibility of rape and incest. It actually increases the possibility. Now, as a Christian, I think incest and rape is absolutely wrong. It is a moral evil that we must stand against. If there's a case of incest, if there's a case of rape, everything should be done by the proper authorities, the police and others, to find out the details of the case, and to prosecute those men who are abusers to the full extent of the law. But allowing exceptions, abortion exceptions, for rape and incest only covers up those crimes. You see, we know, we've seen, we, we understand that when a man is caught abusing a woman, and he's caught because, or he's about to be caught because, the woman is now pregnant, what does he do? He coerces her to go get an abortion so that people don't know what's going on. So abortion simply allows men who abuse women to hide their evil deeds. 
And we should be doing more to protect women from rape and incest, not less. And allowing exceptions, abortion exceptions for rape and incest only does less to protect women from rape and incest. You see, what would happen if rapists, those who are abusers, knew that they would have to find illegal methods to cause an abortion if the woman that they were abusing was suddenly pregnant? I hope that would make them think twice. I hope it would allow women who become pregnant because of abuse to go find someone at a hospital and say, you know why I'm pregnant? It's because of abuse. We know, we have documented evidence that women at Planned Parenthood clinics have said, this child is a product of rape. And the abortionist has said, listen, I don't, I don't want to know about that. Why? They don't want to make a big deal about it. They're not really concerned about rape and incest. So if you meet someone whose biggest concern about these quote-unquote anti-abortion laws is that they don't allow exceptions for rape and incest, ask them, again, if that were included, would you support it? And number two, don't you want rape and incest to decrease? Don't you want to protect women from that? Because the way to protect them is not to make abortion legal and easy, easily accessible. That only harms women. This has been Elmira and you for Tuesday, July 5th, 2022. You can join us tomorrow. We're going to meet for a Bible study at seven o'clock in a time of prayer. And then this Sunday, 9.45 for Sunday school, 11 o'clock for morning worship, we will kick off our study about the Bible, inspiration, preservation, canonization, translation, and illumination. And then 5 o'clock for evening worship, where we will continue that study. We meet at 6111 California Pacific Road near Vacaville, California. Join me Thursday for another edition of Elmira and You. And remember to pray for our nation. Thank you.